Hello, and welcome to the Community Engagement Podcast newscast for July 14th, 2020. It's the 196th day of the year, but who's counting? Today's edition of this informational nugget is sponsored by Rapture. Open for lunch and early dinner on the Charlottesville Downtown Mall, weather permitting. Now extending brunch to Fridays. Consider Rapture for your next family meal. The Virginia Department of Health is reporting another 801 cases of COVID-19 this morning, bringing the total to 72,443. Nine more deaths have been reported for a total of 1,977. The seven-day percent positive rate for all testing encounters has risen again to 6.8%. That's the third day in a row that the metric has increased by a tenth of a percent. In the Thomas Jefferson Health District, there are 41 new cases reported today for a cumulative total of 1,277. The seven-day positivity rate in the area for all testing encounters is 7.5%, based on 27,858 tests. It has now been four months since the state of emergency was declared in Virginia for the COVID-19 pandemic. Charlottesville Mayor Nakia Walker and other city officials held a press conference yesterday to reinforce the need for vigilance. After a few months spending trying to figure out how we protect each other um, during this pandemic, I think we all understand that we at some point have reached a collective um, fatigue around um, this um, COVID-19 virus. There have been a lot of mixed messages from um, state, federal, um, even here at the local level. And it's been a com- very confusing um, time to try to figure out how to keep yourself, how to keep your families um, safe. Mayor Walker and other speakers warned that the fatigue can be hazardous as people stop using masks and stop keeping physical distance. Dr. Janice Bonds of the Thomas Jefferson Health District said her agency is responsible for enforcement of directives that require facial coverings. Uh, To date, we've had 180 complaints, uh, almost all of them related to individuals not wearing masks in um, either retail establishments or restaurants. Uh, Our policy right now is uh, to inform and educate uh, for the first few times. We get a complaint about a particular organization or restaurant Um, If the complaint continues and it's an agency that we are responsible for regulating, um, we do have the authority to issue um, more serious compliance uh, orders uh, with that. The full video of the press conference can be seen on the City of Charlottesville's archive, and excerpts will be included in the next edition of the Charlottesville Quarantine Report. At 2 o'clock this afternoon, Virginia Governor Ralph Northam will hold his first press conference on COVID-19 in several weeks. A University of Virginia media studies professor has published an article in The Guardian about whether American schools are ready to reopen in the fall. Siva Vaidyanathan writes in a July 13th article that Charlottesville schools are not prepared to reopen, and he writes that the pressure from the federal government to resume in-person classes isn't helping. Albemarle County plans to open on September 8th with students attending school twice a week in two different cohorts, with schools closed on Friday for a teacher workday and deep cleaning. Charlottesville is considering a plan that would see students in kindergarten through fourth grade attending schools four days a week, with older students on the same plan as Albemarle. A final decision in Charlottesville will be made later this month. 
A growing number of faculty and staff are pushing back on the concept of reopening as a number of metrics appears to indicate further caution. In government meetings today, the Charlottesville Planning Commission will hold a public hearing on how to spend an additional $250,000 in federal funding for COVID-19 relief, as well as a rezoning that would allow a car wash located on Long Street to expand onto a nearby property. The Albemarle County Planning Commission will consider a request to fill in the floodplain for a stream crossing to enable more homes in Crozet and the Greene County Board of Supervisors will hold a public hearing on raising water connection fees to help raise funds for a proposed reservoir. And that's the end of this installment of the Community Engagement Newscast. We'll be back tomorrow with more information. I'm Sean Tubbs, and thanks for listening.